All right, we are in chapter, you guys want to say it? Chapter 19, 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 So this is the chickens. I think we know what. Hey, I think we know what chapter it is. The chickens were uh, the the kick. Hey, um. Be quiet. Be quiet. So chapter. Um. So the chickens were take were in the carriage with all the gold and the 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 guy the mean guy with the mustache and his kid took it. Well, not super big, but they also caught uh, Henrietta and Charles, the chickens, and they were going to eat them. So there's only 19, 20, and did we say there's 21 chapters? Yeah. Yeah, three more chapters left. The animals slept very soundly that night, it was raining, under the bridge, without a suspicion of the loss of their gold, or of the terrible fate that had overtaken Henrietta and Charles. Robert was the first to wake in the morning, and it had stopped raining, but a heavy mist hid everything from sight. My goodness, said Robert, it must be dreadfully late. I wonder why I didn't hear the alarm when it went off at five o'clock. Hey, Freddy, he called. Hank, wake up. We had to have been on our way two hours ago. Was the alarm clock on the carriage? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense then. In two minutes, all the animals were wide awake, and Freddy had gone out to see what was the matter with the alarm clock. Pretty soon he came running back. The clock is gone, he panted. And Charles and Henrietta are gone, and the, the carriage is gone. Everything's gone. I bet Charles has run away with the treasure. Nonsense, said Mrs. Wiggin. He couldn't if he wanted to. And besides, he isn't that kind of rooster. I'm Where's going out to see for myself. With the mustache? Oh, he... And what is that? Mm, those are ducks. Did, was there a picture no. of the mean guy with the mustache when he got, when Mrs. Wiggins pushed, like, sent him up into the car? Like, um, yeah, I don't think so either. I'll check, though. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we'd remember it if there were. Yeah, there's not. Okay. Dad. Yeah. What is that? That's Jinx the cat. The other animals followed her, and they came to the place where the carriage had been. There was no carriage there, but they found prints of muddy Dad. shoes all about the place. Dad, yeah. there's two dogs and one cat. Mm-hmm. How? Um, what do you mean? Look, why is there two dogs? Well, there was a dog and a cat that left, and then they met another dog on their journeys oh. way back at the beginning. And was it Charles, right? Or was it Robert? I can't remember. Charles Oh. Oh, I mean, um. Jack. Jack, right? Jack. Jack. Jack they found along the way? Yeah. Uh, and he just joined them, so that's why there's two dogs. 
Where dad? Uh-huh. Where is the other cat? Oh, there is no other cat. There's just yeah. one cat. No, just Jinx. But you said there's two cats. No, two, there's two ducks and two dogs. Two cows. No, one cow. One horse, one pig. Two trees. Two mice, no, three mice and two spiders. Oh, four two mice. Two chickens, four mice. Amy, Amy, and Quick. And Cousin and Naga's cousin Augustus. Uh, let's see, the other animals full of Mrs. Wiggins. There were footprints. Um, and marks of the wheels in the muddy road. Where's Mrs. Wiggins? The cow. Uh, they were plain as can be. So they very soon they knew what had happened. Charles and Henrietta. Charles and Henrietta were sleeping under the shawl, said Eek. They made us get out. Probably they were captured in their sleep and didn't have a chance to call us out. Call out to us. Here's one of Charles's tail feathers, cried Alice. He wasn't captured without a struggle. You may be sure of that. She was a great admirer of Charles. We'd better start right away and follow these wheel marks, said Robert. If we can find where the carriage has been taken to, maybe we can rescue them. They followed the marks down the hill, and they led straight back the way the animals had come from Florida. Until they came to a road that went down to the house where the man with the black mustache lived. And they turned down that road. None of the animals said very much as they plodded along. What are they going to do? Attack them, or what? They're just following the, rail, the uh, wagon tracks. None of the animals, oh, and they found the wagon tracks led to the, the guy with the, the bad guy with the mustache. The tracks led to his house. None of the animals said very much as they plodded along through the mist to the rescue of their friends. They knew now that the man with the black mustache had stolen the carriage. And he was a dangerous and desperate character whom it would be hard to get the best of. Even Mrs. Webb, Mr. Webb was worried. He's a bad man, he said to his wife. He'd squish He's a, a bad man, He'd, he'd squash the spider as soon as look at him. I mean, his lab shuddered. Pretty soon they came near the house and Jack said, you better let me go ahead now because... Like yeah, right. You better let me go ahead now because I used to live here and I know my way around. So he led them by the back way around to where they could peek in the barn window and sure enough, there was the carriage standing on the barn floor beside the rickety automobile gold was not in it, and there was no sign of Charles and Henrietta. Although the mist was so thick they could see they could not be seen from the house, they did not dare stay near the barn, for fear that the man with the black mustache might come out and find them there. So, the four mice said they would sneak out to the house and try to get in and find Charles and Henrietta. But the other animals went back and waited for them a little way down the road. Do you think they're already dinner? After quite a long time, the mice came back, and the animals all crowded around them eagerly. Did you see them? They asked. Are they all right? Did you find where the money is? We didn't find out anything, said Eek. We didn't even get into the house. I never saw such a house. Not a crack to get in by anywhere. And all the old mouse holes with pieces of tin nailed over them. We couldn't even get down the chimney because there was a fire in the stove. He certainly is a mean man. They're there, they're there though, said Quick. Because we heard them talking, and Charles is there too, because we heard him crying. Poor thing, because they're going to eat, remember they're going to eat the chickens. Yeah. Poor Wait, thing. Who? Uh, Wait, Charles and Henrietta. Charles? Uh, Charles and Henrietta are the chickens. 
Oh. And uh, so the guy with the mean thing? mustache, the mean guy with the mustache, is going to eat them. Yeah, I'll hold up. Uh, poor thing for Mrs. Wiggins, but we'll get him out, even if we have to tear the whole house down with our horns and claws and beaks and hooves. Won't we, animals? We will! We certainly will! cried the determined travelers. But the first thing, she continued, is to find out where Charles and Henrietta are. And the second thing is to find out where the money is. Then we can make a plan. Anybody, anything to suggest? My belly was like... Doing the thing. Grumbling. Yeah. Growling. Huh. Grumble. It's doing the thing. I want to suggest something. Shout out Mr. Webb. I feel like he's British. I feel like Mr. Webb is British. Yeah. And I, I imagined him with a little little tiny spider with a top hat and a, one of those canes. Yeah. I want I I want to suggest something. Shout out Mr. Webb. But nobody heard him. So he crawled down into Mrs. Wiggins' ear and stamped around until he tickled her. Then told her, and she told the others. He had an idea that he could get into the house through a keyhole if Robert would carry him up to the door. It seemed like a good idea to everyone except Mrs. Webb, who thought it would be too dangerous. Indeed, she burst into tears at the very thought. No, no, Hubert, she sobbed. I can't let you go. You said yourself he was a wicked man. Suppose he... Hey, you gotta stay still at it. You gotta stay still. Suppose he should see you and hit you with a newspaper or something. I should never forgive myself if I let you go. Mr. Webb, however, was firm the decision, as spiders are apt to be. And having kissed his weeping wife tenderly on the forehead, he jumped down onto Robert's back and they started. At the front door, he got down, and while Robert hid behind a bush to wait for him, he crawled off and squeezed in through the keyhole. It was gloomy inside because the windows were Mom, rather dirty. Mom, can you come in here? I thought you were over to Mr. Webb. And he walked up the wall as easily as you could walk up your own front steps, and he walked across the ceiling to the front parlor where he heard voices. Nine. The reason he walked on the ceiling was because that, the, that was the safest place for him to be. He knew that on the walls of the floor he was much more likely to be seen, but people hardly ever look up at the ceiling, except when they're in bed. That's true if you think about it. Huh? People hardly ever look up at the ceiling unless they're in bed. Or laying on the floor, for some reason. And then, too, if you see a spider on the floor, it's easy to run over and step on him, but that's a pretty difficult thing to do if he's on the ceiling. Yeah. So Mr. Webb walked boldly into the front parlor. It's like the foyer, where the and why spider. would they kill a spider? Well, don't you kill spiders if you see them in the house? Yeah, but they're like different. No, they're they're it's the mean guy's house. I know, they're different. Who? It's just a guy. He's a mean guy. Wouldn't be wouldn't mean guys be more likely to squish a spider? My dad, no, because he's used to be, his house being. Oh uh, well, I think. His house might be clean because he um, he keep the mice couldn't get in. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, the man with the black mustache and the dirty faced boy were sitting at the table counting the gold coins they had stolen from the animals. They could count. They would count the twenty and then they would wrap them up in a piece of newspaper and 
pack them away in a big canvas bag. They didn't get on a very they didn't get on very fast because they both counted out loud and they kept mixing each other up and having to start all over again. Mr. Webb watched them for a while, then hearing a noise in uh, the far corner of the room, he walked over and saw Charles and Henrietta laying with their feet tied in a box beside the stove. Charles was laying on his back and staring gloomily at the ceiling. But Henrietta... Who's Charles? The, he's... You know, Oh, uh, uh, Charles is the chicken, the rooster. No. Charles was lying on his back. Uh, let's see. But Henrietta was picking busily at her beak, at the with her beak at the knots in the string. And Mr. Webb saw that he had a very nearly got herself loose. All at once, Charles caught sight of the spider. Hey! He shouted, "Mr. Webb! Oh my golly! I'm glad to see you. How did you find us? Are the others all here?" "What's the matter with those chickens?" said the boy. "Do you suppose one of them's laid an egg?" "Eighteen, nineteen, twenty." It'd be the last egg he ever lays then, said the man with a coarse laugh. <laughs> tomorrow after day after tomorrow is Sunday, he added, meaning mean meanly. Mr. Webb buried uh, uh hurried down the hall and climbed to the edge of the box. For goodness sake, Charles, keep still, he whispered. Henrietta, do you think you can get those strings off? Henrietta nodded without stopping her work. Very good then, said Mr. Webb. Get them loose enough so that you can get out of them. And quickly, but don't take them off because it might be noticed. And I'll see what I can do. Cheer up, Charles, he added, slapping the unhappy rooster heartily on the back. We won't desert you. On a wall in a gilt frame was a large picture of a man with a gray mustache, who was the father of the man with the black mustache and the grandfather of the dirty faced boy. Mr. Webb walked down into the darkness behind the picture and sat down cross legged on the, on the dusty picture wire. He tried to think of a plan. But though he thought of a good many, there was just one thing the matter with all of them. They wouldn't work. I'm wasting precious time here, he thought. I better go back and tell the animals and let them try to think of something else, since I can't. And he started up the wire toward the ceiling. But just at the edge of the picture frame, he caught sight of a fly. The fly was sound asleep. I had a very hearty breakfast that morning of jelly and cream and egg that the man with the black mustache had spilled on the tablecloth at his breakfast and had flown up on the picture frame to take a little nap before going down to lunch a more jelly and cream and egg. Mr. Webb, however, had not had any breakfast, so he crept up quietly behind the fly and grabbed it by the leg. The fly buzzed and struggled, but Mr. Webb held on. Then it stopped struggling and said, Oh, Mr. Spider, good, kind Mr. Spider, please let me go. Please don't eat me. If you won't eat me, I'll do anything you want me to. Now, most spiders would not have paid any attention, but would have grabbed, gobbled the fly up then and there. But Mr. Webb had a very kind heart, and married life had further softened him. So that he paused, and while he was pausing, a thought came to him. If you give me your word to do exactly as I tell you, he said, I'll let you go. What's more... I'll go away out of this house and won't come back again. But if you don't do it, then I and my wife and all my relations will come and live in this house and eat you all up. The fly promised, and Mr. Webb let him go. What do you think the plan is? Oh, you, you know me, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Now, he said, you go out and get all of your relatives and neighbors and meet me in the hall. 
and I'll tell you what I want you to do. So the fly slipped outdoors through the keyhole in front of the door, and pretty soon he came back. And with him were all his friends and family and neighbors and young flies and stout middle-aged flies and old grandfather flies with no teeth. And wait, do flies have teeth? Old grandmother flies with the rheumatism in their wings. They came pouring in through the keyhole and formed in a wide circle around Mr. Webb on the hall ceiling. Mrs. Webb. Mr. Webb, yeah. And Mrs. Webb made a long speech and explained the situation and told them just what they were to do. And immediately they started to do it. First they flew into the front parlor and lit on the ceiling. It landed, I think. And then when Mr. Webb saw that, that Henry... Uh, nothing really happened there. Remember, um, uh, uh, what's his face? The spider, Mr. Webb, was going to catch a fly, but instead the fly's going to help him, uh, yeah, get, yeah, get Charles and Henrietta free. Um, and get the gold, too. What? We don't know what the plan is, though, but first the flies flew into the front parlor and lit on the ceiling. Yeah, the, the guy with the, the mean guy with the mustache and his kid, the dirty face. They stole the gold and Henrietta, uh, yeah, Henrietta and Charles, and they were going to eat them. Uh. Or were they going to eat the gold and... Hey, stop it! Uh, they flew... Uh, let's see. Um, then Mr. Webb saw that Henrietta had untied the last knot. Why is that high? Why is that high? It was like this low. Yeah. Or lower that. Or higher than uh, Henrietta untied the last knot and had got Charles' feet, as well as her own free. And he said, go! And the flies jumped into the air and began whirling around the room, buzzing as loud as they could. Stop, 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 stop. And the youngest and most active... Dad, I already know what the plan is. Yeah, I'm curious to know how flies are going to... It's not like they can open a door or anything. Uh, and the flies jumped into the air and began whirling around the room, buzzing as loud as they could. And the youngest and most active ones pestered the man of the boy. Two or three of them would light on the man's nose or land... No, I know. And dance round with all six feet so as to tickle as much as possible. And when he raised his hand to brush them off, they would fly over and tickle the back of the boy's neck. In a few minutes, both the man and the boy were pretty nearly crazy. They stopped counting coins and folded up newspapers and tried to slap the flies. But as soon as they did that, all the flies would go up to the ceiling. And as soon as they laid the newspapers down, the flies would start in again. Phew, said the man. Whoosh, get away, you things. I don't see where they come from. There wasn't one in here five minutes ago. It's no good trying to swat them, said the boy. Poof, get out of my ear. They seem to be trying to get out of the window. Let's open it and maybe they'll go out. The man looked at the window, where 40 or 50 flies were walking around in the glass. If it weren't for those animals, I'd open it, he said. But I'm afraid they'll, round, they'll be around here somewhere after they're gold. They're a pretty smart set of animals, and I shan't feel safe until we have taken the gold into the village tomorrow morning and put it in the bank. You remember what they did to us last fall. Is it still bleeding? Nope. Just don't touch it. I'd rather have 40 animals in here than all these flies, said the boy. Besides, we can watch. If we see them coming, we can slam the window down again. And he went and unlocked the window and threw it open and stood beside it to put it down again, and all the flies were out. But although the flies steamed out by the tens and dozens... As soon as they got outside, they went round to the front door and came in again through the keyhole, as Mr. Webb had instructed them to do. Is that fun? That's a good idea. 
so that although they stopped bothering, there seemed to be just as many in the room as there were before. And for every dozen that flew out of the window, 12 came in through the keyhole. A dozen is 12. My goodness, said the boy, there's no end to them. Well, we'll have to leave the way to open, that's all, said the man. Come, sit, let's get these coins counted. And they started counting again, keeping a sharp lookout on the window. Well, this is just what Mr. Webb had hoped they would do. They motioned to Charles and Henrietta, who had been peering anxiously over the edge of the box. The man and the boy were watching the window, so they did not see their two prisoners climb cautiously out of the box and tiptoe toward them. Charles was almost dead with fright. But he followed Henrietta until they stood just under the table. And then, at a signal from Mr. Webb, the flies all whirled down and began walking up and down the man's nose Wait, and buzzing Dad. in the boy's ears. Dad, can you put your finger in here and then, um, and then show me the circle picture of the animals? Yeah. Here, um, there's... The latest picture. Where the chickens? That's when they. Well, that's when they found out the chickens were gone. Do you need pictures of the chickens? Yeah. That one is a picture of them waking up and realizing the chickens and the gold was gone. So let's see. There we go. Uh, there are the chickens. Where? With the alarm clock. Some oh. of the some of the animals are still painted. Wait, I wanna see. See, there's Mrs. Wiggins with dots all over her. Oh. Oh, and Freddie's got his glasses on. Good night, Mom. Love you. And Jinx. Oh, yeah. Wait, I want to see Mrs. Dad. Wiggins. Is he sick? No. Remember they painted themselves as the disguise? Oh. To get, get past the guy with the mustache? Wait, Mrs. Wiggins had dots and dots? Do you have a brush in there? Mm, Wait. No, I think maybe. I don't think so. That's just her eye. Freddie definitely ate glasses, though. Huh? Wait, uh, really? I want to yeah. see. Freddie? Uh, Who's Freddie? Freddie's the pig. Oh. Wait, right. Dad. I want to find out. Wait, I want to find out what the plan is. I don't understand yet. They're Wait. just under the table. Uh, they were under the table. At a signal from Mr. Webb, the flies all whirled down and began walking up and down the man's nose and buzzing in the boy's ears and generally plaguing them twice as much as they had before. And while they waved their arms to drive the flies off and shut their eyes to keep the flies out of them, Charles and Henrietta hopped on the windowsill and down on the grass outside and ran for their lives. Oh, but how did they get into the cold? Then Mr. Webb went out into the hall and the flies gathered around him and he made a little speech Dad, of thanks. I didn't even listen to the, like, can you start over? As he followed the last fly out through the keyhole, he heard the parlor window go shut with a bang. And the boy called, hey, Pa, Pa, look, Pa, the chickens are gone. He chuckled to himself. That's a good job done, he said. But how are we going to get the gold? That's what I just asked. That's the end of the chapter. Any thoughts? It's a good chapter. Can you start another? Okay.